Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. I am so excited to have in the studio right now Miss Alessia Cara. All right. Um, it's so long. <laughs> it really oh, has been. Yeah. You you are such an energy, my friend. Oh, thank you. So are you guys. I, I really like being here. It's cool. Thank you for coming in, as always, and, and giving us time. And you are, let's jump right in. Growing Pains is the single. Yes. You just sat on that couch. We listened to it twice. Uh-huh. It is. Scary. <laughs> I'm listening to it, dude, and I'm transported back to my late teens, early 20s. Really? Like this quest, like th- this journey to adulthood, mm-hmm. right? The idea that I'm now out on my own. Uh, my home is far away. Yeah. It's up to me. I can have a handle on certain things in my life, but you know what? This idea of being an individual and being independent, it still takes a while to, to for it to, to develop. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. T- tell me about the inspiration for you. Am I kind of like close to it? 100%, yeah. I think obviously it takes on many forms um, depending on where you're at or what phase you're at. But when I wrote this song especially, um, even now it's taken on like a different meaning since I wrote it, which was like a year or like a year and a half ago. I was on tour um, and I wrote it like on the, in the back room of the tour bus just on guitar. And it was one of those days where I just felt like so crappy about everything. And I mean, for me, when I'm in that phase... Um, or when I'm in the thick of the, those like feelings, it's it's almost hard for me to feel them fully because I, I almost feel bad for feeling them, um, especially because my circumstance was so amazing. Like during tour, it was in like, you know, the most important, most amazing part of my career where all these amazing things were happening to me and I was fulfilling all of my dreams and goals. But like me internally, I just wasn't happy. And like, that's a weird thing to deal with when your life is going so well, but you're, you feel like you're the only one who can't truly enjoy it. Um, so that's what it was for me initially. And I think when you have so many distractions in your day, it's, it's hard to even realize you're feeling them until you're alone at night. Or for me, when I was alone at night in my bed with like nothing but myself and my thoughts, you know, to <laughs> keep me entertained, that's when I realized like, man, I don't know like what to do. And I don't know what to do with these feelings. I don't know who I am really. And it's weird. But, it's a weird thing. What is, where do you think that's coming from? Is it, you know, you use the word distraction and mm. your professional life, obviously, like you said, going amazing. Yeah. But, but when, you're, when your mind is always in professional, you kind of lose yourself a little bit. All, yeah, 100 percent. And it's weird because like you think like I wouldn't because like being an artist, like you, your songs are about you. You're constantly talking about you. I, I'm very much me. But at the same time, like there, there's still a sense of like losing yourself because I didn't know who I was without this, you know. And if you take all of this away, like when I was alone with just with just myself. What are you? Yeah, I don't know. And I didn't really like myself. <laughs> and and it, it's, it's weird because I, like here I was like promoting, you know, all this music about positivity, which I still believe. And that's why in Growing Pains, there's a line where I say there's truth in every word I write because it's true. And I believe all the things that I say in my past songs, but still, for some reason, there's this thing I can't get past um, when I'm just alone. What? what why, though? It, it, or do you feel like you're more connected to yourself once those thoughts hit paper? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I was just talking about this. I feel like I don't even fully understand it until I've said it in a song and I'm like, oh, I guess that 
probably makes sense or like that's kind of I think what I was going through <laughs> it's weird it's a it's a weird thing and like th- these songs have been oddly cathartic for me as much as I hope they will be for other people but it's, yeah it's just it's a weird thing it's w- weird it's hard to be a person and it's hard to just like <laughs> yeah. figure yourself out in this time like when there's this responsibility placed on you you know not only with as being an artist but like in being 21 years old there's that responsibility of adulthood that you're not necessarily ready for and everybody's facing that now i think that's something that a lot of people go through you know and more responsibility now in 2018 than i think a lot of people your age or younger have experienced in the past oh yeah oh yeah i think we're, we're we've been forced to grow up a lot quicker than maybe a lot of us have hoped just because of we have access to seeing all these horrible things that are happening in the world and there's just this burden on all of us in this like cloud over the world lately that just causes i think a lot of us our age just to to grow up a little bit faster you have to well yeah you you have to you mentioned that you weren't happy like why exactly weren't you happy because in my eyes you know you're on the road you have these hit songs exactly you should be on top of the world exactly and that was the thing that i struggled with is like why and you just I almost just felt guilty but I had to remind myself that like things don't always have to be tragic in order for your negative feelings to be valid you know pain is valid all the time um and that's something I was struggling with but I, I still don't even know why I think it's just like a mixture of different things it's like the responsibility it's this in between phase in my life it's figuring out who I am it's it's you know finding my footing um, as an artist, finding my footing as a, a person, and just I don't know, it's it's very it's been very transitional for me, mm-hmm. but I'm still figuring it out. I have no idea. I really don't have the answer. <laughs> That's why I just blamed it on growing pains because I thought, you know, if I could find some sort of silver lining in it, and if I could say, you know, hopefully I will grow out of this and grow from this, then then it'll be good. Is so. there a difference between Alessia Carr the artist and Alessia Carr the person? Um. I think Alessia Carr, the artist, is uh, a lot more positive than Alessia Carr, the person. (laughs) Just because, and and, like, I think a little bit more confident, too, because I kind of have to be when I'm on stage and stuff. But yeah, like, I, especially with my last album, like, I was making so many songs because I wanted people to feel good about themselves and I wanted to remind everyone, like, to love themselves. And I, I still, like, I love myself and I am confident in so many ways, but that doesn't mean, like, you know, when I'm at home, I don't really kind of feel crappy some days or like just feel sorry for myself sometimes for whatever reason you're human yeah i'm human do you you filter and focus those feelings into the art that you create into the lyrics that you write yeah um especially more so now on this next project you'll hear it's a lot more reflective of of me hopefully not too much to where like it just sounds like me complaining about my life it's I, I still want people to connect to it in their own way and I, I think like universal feelings exist in every circumstance like no matter what you're going through totally we're all agree. you know going through we're all in the same boat we all go through the same things but yeah I try to to be a lot more open this time isn't you know just back real quick to us talking about the pressure that somebody who is under the age of 21 is kind of facing right now Mm. it's nuts that you know you as an artist can realize that we as people have way more similarities than we have differences we do and we all really are connected yeah i know it's true and like when when you're going through those things you think like you're the only one all the time but you never are there's always someone who's felt the same thing you're feeling before and there will be someone after you that will feel it too and we 
all probably thought that we were the only ones. But, <laughs> like, no matter how many different forms, different feelings, like, take, like, they're, they're still the same core feeling, you know? It's like, you feel pain, you feel happiness, you feel love, you feel, you know, sadness, whatever. But it's all, it's all there. We, we all go through it at the same time. We just need to, like, talk about it more so then we can understand, hey, like, oh, you go through the same thing that I <laughs> oh, do. Oh, no way. We're, we're the same in that way? We're both people? Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> so, how do you deal with the growing pains that keep you up at night? Wow. Well, I write about them, number one. Um, I don't know. I, I think I do talk to people. I have been to therapy, which has been a really nice thing because I have never talked about my feelings before and my problems. Um, this is kind of like therapy now, too. I'm like just venting. But that's been really helpful, mm-hmm. talking to people and, and just like getting it out. Do you, okay, so, but when you're in therapy, right, do you want to like keep, do you want to like hold on to those stories that you're sharing with the therapist because it could be inspiration for a lyric or for an entire song? Like, do you feel like you're, do you like selectively share? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit. Not even because of like songs, just because like even to a therapist, I still get too like shy to talk about things. Yeah. Like I, I still can't open up. But you can but really open up when it's just you. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Like that's why I write in like diaries and stuff. And I don't know. But I feel like I didn't really hold back too much with this project. Mm-hmm. Like I, I tried to obviously keep it like not like so depressing <laughs> like my life is it's I have a beautiful life I'm not there but you know what I mean like I don't know I I, I tried not to hold back too much because I, I wanted people to get like a sense of my reality and everyone's reality I think so does, well does talking to a therapist help you write in a more positive light because they kind of help you through the dark times whatever you're going through yeah a little bit yeah definitely um it, for sure I think um yeah, they just help me, like, cope in regular life, even just giving you, like, little, um, like, every time I have anxiety, like, little meditation things that you can do to, like, breathe, and th- I think it's really helpful. I think anyone who hasn't been to therapy that is going through something should definitely try, mm-hmm. and, like, even just talking to anybody is such a good form of therapy. Like, go online and, like, look up little meditation um, like guided meditation that always really helps um, yeah it just helps keep me centered when I like perform even like before performing or before writing it just I don't know breathing mm-hmm. just simple little things really help <laughs> to remember to breathe me better yeah just remember to breathe you gotta be wrong before you're right yes that's a lyric and growing pains mm. right so is there a mistake that now at your career you can look back and be like you know what I made this mistake I was wrong here but I learned and then the next time I did it right Man, I'm think of anything. Every day. Every day. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything, like, specifically, like, as an artist. I guess, I mean, everything that I didn't get to do the last album, like, I didn't open up as much, um, which I kind of wish that I had a little bit more, maybe because it would have helped someone. Um, but I'm doing it now. So I'm trying to make it right now. How many songs on this album started in your diary? A lot of them. I pretty much all of them like these are all really except like with the exception of one song which is about a friend of mine actually I know that sounds like it's fake like it's about a friend friend. it really is but the rest um yeah they're all about they all started from a personal experience like a diary note like in my phone or in my physical journal and stuff like that so I want to like dive right into this process okay so you're hit you, you you're hit with something a moment whether it's an interaction with somebody or you're hit with some form of inspiration or some form of emotion, you put it right in your diary or do you digest at the end of the day? Like, how do you document what's being thrown at you? Um, I think for me, like, it's weird. I'll, I'll like, collect a bunch of 
like like we all do as people like we just collect little experiences and stuff and like I don't know but for me every time I go to write a song I just have I know this sounds like so stupid it's gonna <laughs> sound really songwritery and like lame but I get like this weird like itch like this feeling that I need to stop everything and like just write something down or like sing something into my notes or get my guitar it's like a weird itch and I just know I need to like go away for a sec and get it out um and then I do and that's usually those are usually the songs that I keep it, for me like if a song takes way too long to write or if I sit there like what am I going to write about today like that usually never works for me so that that's how I kind of I don't know Chris Martin always says that like songs are already there and like we're just vessels for them and I really I never really I wasn't really sure I understood that until recently yeah until I started getting that feeling like they're already there and it's it's there I just need to like know when to like get one but out it, of the sky and it's there because you collect all these experiences and then when I guess it boils over yeah it's kind of just like yeah I need to I need to write about this or sometimes as the experience is happening it's like no this is something like I don't know. It's weird. Are you going into the studio with the song and the lyrics pretty much done? Yeah. For this album, I uh, I wrote everything wow. prior to going in. Yeah, I wrote everything on my own this time. Because, oh. I mean, it's so personal. I didn't, I just didn't, number one, I just wasn't comfortable sharing it with another writer. And also, I just wanted to take a stab at it on my own. <laughs> like, I want to do this by myself. Thanks. That's, uh, like, maybe people don't understand, but I think musicians out there will understand how hard it is to write an album yeah. On your own. I know. I could see like the eyes of everyone on my team. Like as I said that, like in the beginning, like oh, oh okay, <laughs> <laughs> trying to be supportive but like scared because it's the like the dreaded second album. But it worked out. I, I hope. I don't want to speak too soon because it's not out. But I'm gonna just pretend that it's good. I, I like it. <laughs> but so, d- did you put pressure on yourself? Did you ever feel like there was a giant clock ticking that you needed to get all this stuff out on? Like we, we've had Charlie Puth sit on this couch and he did his whole album too, pretty much top to bottom, like yeah. all the. Production. Yeah, he produ- yeah, I can't do that yet. But maybe. dude went nuts, you know? Like, it drives, yeah. it, it drove him a little crazy. At first, yeah. At first, I definitely felt the pressure of it. Because, you know, like, there's anticipation for your second album. There's never anticipation for the first, because no one knows you, mm-hmm. you know? But this time, it was, like, a little bit of a clock. Not even a clock, just, like, a little bit of, like, this cloud of pressure. Like, can she do it? Can she not? You know, <laughs> I don't want to let anybody down and come back to my team being like, oh, I have nothing. Because I basically begged them to trust me with this one. So, of course, you want it to be good. But I think as I went on, pretty quickly after I started, like, it just kind of happened so naturally. And again, like, that thing of just things happening naturally I don't know if someone in the universe is like just on my side for this one but it's just really been a natural process and so many things have happened to me where it's just I I need to get stuff out so it doesn't feel like writing an album as much as it feels like how long talking you know we just vent like you have your backlogged on things yeah. to just kind of get off your chest exactly it's been a long time you know, how, so. how when did you start writing this album uh the first song i wrote was growing pains actually which was about a year and a half ago oh wow wow so okay yeah before a year and a half like how 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 long worth of experiences were you kind of like saving up like how much life did you live before like getting into the writing zone uh probably like right after here dropped got it um yeah, because, like, when Here Dropped, I had the whole album written already. So everything since then has been, like, unwritten until I wrote the album. So wow. it was I was saving it all up. <laughs> so what do you learn about yourself after completing this album? 
Um, well, I, I learned that I can write an album, which is <laughs> really go. cool by myself. <laughs> I hope, again, don't want to jinx it if it sucks. I mean, did I it. It's, it's done. I so. did it. So I didn't yeah. say I could write a good one. I said I could exactly. write an album. So. Did you write Know It All? Or is that... Um, yeah, I did that with Sebastian Cole, though. Okay. So he, like... I, I worked with him throughout everything. Um, so it was weird to, like, let him go because he felt like he was, like, the cone in the road. Like, you know, the the my supporter and the guy I could always fall back on, you know. But, um, yeah, this time I was like, man, I think I want to do this by myself. And he's been, he's was really supportive of it. He was like, cool. Um, yeah, so I, I did. Um, <laughs> that's one thing I learned. <laughs> and I don't know. I guess I just, yeah, I learned a lot about my feelings and I made them more, like, tangible. So now I, I kind of... I've separated them into songs, so now I, I, I've, it's allowed me to like organize my thoughts a bit more, if that makes yeah, sense, like totally in my head, it. like this is what this means and that's what that means. And, yeah. Wow. You're really like putting a song to the, the feeling and to the emotion and to the mm. really, yeah. it's fascinating. And it, you're, you're right. You only had written one song by yourself for the last album. Yeah. That was the only, Four Pink Walls was the only one without Sebastian yes. on that album. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> it's cool though. Yeah, it's about like that one was just about like following my dream of getting out of my room and it it was very like the whole album the last album was like so 16 years old of me, <laughs> like 17 years old of me. You know, very much like rebellious, like following your dream, fist in the air like woo. But then you get a little roughed up in life and then you write this album. <laughs> and what is this? What it, how would you give me a sentence on this album and the period in your life that it's kind of trying to represent what is how would it? i i guess this is like man this is more of just like a reflection i think it's like the audible version of just sitting alone with yourself i think and just reflecting and feeling everything at once even if it's like a lot and just like allowing yourself to think and feel and I don't know. That may sound really stupid. I sound like I'm such a hippie right now. Like, allow yourself to think and feel. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I yeah. But see, a lot of people in your position could forget to do that because you go from one thing to another super quickly, and you yeah. get lost in the celebrity and the hustle about it. Mm, like yeah. you, you are the opposite of diva. You are the opposite <laughs> of Hollywood. Oh, thanks. Like, just to you guys, I'm really not like. <laughs> you leave the studio. It's just yeah, like I leave, a like fleet of suburbans. Yeah, as soon as the cameras come off, I'm like swearing at all you guys. No, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I needed I needed to do that. Like this might not sound real to, to any of you, and I get that, but I genuinely like I don't like a lot of parts of the industry. I'm afraid of fame. I really I like I need to get away from it a lot of the time because I, I think that I will go insane if I'm too in it, um, which is why I needed to backtrack on this album and instead of go more into it, just kind of get out of it. The and, opposite. Yeah, just for my own sanity, not because I'm trying to be like different or whatever. It's just genuinely because I would go insane. But, but you doing that makes your art more relatable than ever before because Thanks. instead of diving headfirst into this beast that is the music industry that is like glossy and big and f ridiculous. You know what I mean? Mm. You sh strip back. You went the opposite. You became more in touch with yourself. Who? What? You're 19 now. No, I'm gonna be 22 in July. Oh my gosh! I look so I look 12. I know. <laughs> I'm so old. I know. But, but you but you you kind of live like as a normal teenager, a normal young adult. You know? Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. There's 
if I weren't doing music, it would be hard to be this age because that's what happens in your 20s. Mm-hmm. But like doing it on top of that, like with all these eyes on you and this responsibility that's placed on you. And I, I kind of got the title of like the one who makes positive music for other people. And positive music that's honest and open. Yeah, yeah, which is great. But then it's like, man, if I'm not feeling that way some days, like, is that wrong? But I've realized it's not because it's always real. And I've never, I've never preached perfection. I've only ever tried to talk about honesty. And everything I've written in the past was 100% honest. And everything that I write now is, is still honest. And they're, they're both still me. It's just on different days. Like, some days you love yourself, some days you hate yourself. And that's reality. Did you have to have, like, a conversation with yourself where you were like, you know what? Everything I do is going to be honest. I'm going to be 100% myself in the music that I create, and I'm okay with living my life this way. Yeah. I Again, like, I, it just, it's easier for me to do that. Yeah. It's a little bit selfish. Like, it's like selfishly, I do it for me because I go insane. But also, I know that it's, it's more beneficial to people who listen to me. And now, like, the listeners I, I have, they're there because of that, you know? And why would I, like, switch up on them and be like, never mind, haha. <laughs> like, I, I want to, I want... To have something for them. I want something that can help them out and like give them a, a shoulder to lean on if they need it, you know? Yeah. Because I'm going through it too. Well, how hard is it to listen to yourself? Because in the song, did you say, starting to look like Miss Know It All can't take her own advice? Mm. So, how is it to look in the mirror and be like, this is what you should do? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, again, like that's just kind of a reference to my other stuff where it's like scars and all these songs about like loving yourself, which again, I believe, but some days it was hard for me to believe. And I'm like, I'm the one who made these songs (laughs) and I can't even take my own advice. I'm telling everyone else this stuff, but some days I can't even take it. And it was important for me to be honest and say, hey, I'm not perfect at this either. Like I am right with you. And that's what I think was missing in the last album. Um, was just a more of my side to show them like not only is there someone that understands them there's someone who's like literally right there with them, with them. yeah Catholic school that's where you went growing up <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> is there anything from Catholic school that you keep with you today um, my uniform still have <laughs> nice. it my blazer with the shoulder pads yeah I'm killing it <laughs> yeah oh man jeez um yeah, I think what what was really cool about the school that I went to, uh, I grew up in Brampton, Ontario, which is a really multicultural um, place. And even though I went to a, a Catholic school, there were different religions there. So we learned d- kids with yeah. different religions there that w- attended the school, too. So we um, like in religion class, we learned about a different religion, like every chapter. That's awesome. Yeah. And like it just really opens your eyes and opens you up to everybody. And I, I grew up loving everyone, understanding everyone and it wasn't a weird thing. It was normal to us. That was that was my norm, which I really am grateful for because now I have knowledge of different religions. I have knowledge of different kinds of people. I grew up around everybody. And like, that's a really, it was a good thing. I'm empathy glad. and appreciation. Yeah. Empathy and, exactly. Empathy and appreciation. Which both things really, you know, one of the, two of the things that really could have brought you to this moment right now, you mm. know, making art yeah, for everybody. For everybody. Exactly. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? First, oh my goodness. I mean, with the exception of like this band I had, band, I use this word very loosely with my cousins. What was the band called? <laughs> Family band. They were called the Lilacs. Oh, <laughs> yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Very um, hippy dippy. Yeah. Um, we had a song called Let Me Be Your Friend. That was our, our big hit. That so. was beautiful. Yeah. That was probably the first song I ever like thought was good. It was. It's yeah. awful. It's awful. Dude, you can't say that and not like give me a little bit of it. I don't even it. remember it. I wrote it on a typewriter. I, th- I probably still have it. I think I posted it somewhere. 
I don't remember the lyrics. It was just bad. I don't even want to sing them. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was awful. That was probably the first one what like that I thought was like, whoa, this is great. But then <laughs> I think Four Pink Walls was like the first song I ever finished and recorded, wow. which ended up on an album, which is probably not a good idea <laughs> to have like your actual first, yeah. first good song. But um, yeah, that was probably the first one I ever actually recorded. The other wow. ones like I would record in my room for fun, but yeah. never like that. But- <laughs> I want to hear Let Me Be Your Friend. You know what? I think I'm going to find it. Greatest you. hits album, Alessia Cara. <laughs> exactly. Let Me Be Your... Like, that's so... Who's, why? Let Me Be Your Friend. <laughs> it's, it's not. You don't sound desperate at all. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Honestly, it's so bad. What Jeez. surprised you about the music industry so far? Um, Like, in a good way or in a bad way? Or, Both. Or either. Hmm... Well, first of all, I think how small it is. We don't. I didn't, never realized that it was this small. Like everybody knows everybody. It's crazy. I thought it was massive, but it's such a bubble. Like we think it's like because it's our lives. Like we think it's this massive thing. It's our everyday, but it's like this tiny. Um, what else? I don't know. It's kind of like some parts of it are really not nice, <laughs> which <laughs> I had to find out the hard way. Like there's a lot of taking advantage, and especially like as a young girl who like looks. 13 like that's even worse because no one takes you seriously no people just automatically assume that like you're naive and yeah you no of course but on the other end i have to say like there's been some really really great people too like and there are people who genuinely care about the music i mean like you guys um and like people on my team that even like with just letting me do this thing on my own and like trusting that and like being in my corner about it like that's it's the best you, you like you have people who anything. care about you yeah that's which is so cool. that's really cool too yeah I am so sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll just be real quick. Get Quip. It's the best toothbrush out there. I'm obsessed with this thing. It sticks right to my mirror. It's timed out perfectly, so I always know that I'm brushing the right amount. They send me refill heads like every month, and that's not just for convenience. It's for my health. Plus, Quip is an amazing toothbrush. It's electric, and it starts at only $25. $25 for really the best toothbrush you will ever buy. I got it for Dan, Heather, my mom, my sister, my dad, Oprah uses this toothbrush, so why shouldn't you? Quip, seriously, it's the best. Go to getquip.com slash sang, and you're going to get a toothbrush starting at 25 bucks, and your free refill pack will follow. That's right, you'll get something free if you go to getquip.com slash sang. Try out the Quip toothbrush, you'll love it, but I really want you to tell me what you think. So use it and get back to me. Getquip.com slash sang. Okay, back to the interview. Show. And you're coming off a Grammy win, man. I know. <laughs> I just got it in the mail the other day. It's so weird. You just weird. got it? I, I know. It, it, I just came, but it, yeah, uh, it just, yeah. Where do you keep it? I don't know yet. I have it in my room. I don't know where to put it. Like, where is it? Where do you put it? Uh, Carry it with me everywhere? Make a necklace out That's of it? That's what I said. I'm going to put a chain on it. Yeah, right. like, put it somewhere for everyone <laughs> okay, to see. You got a lot of hate for that. <laughs> put it somewhere. It's like, this is mine. I know I did. I did get a lot. Which I, I don't get. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> you have to block that out of your mind, obviously. Yeah, you'd think. But, like, when. <laughs> you'd think I would, but. No, no, I, I, I do. I think that one was just tough because it's like something I've so. It's, it's such an innocent dream. And then. Like when that happens to you, it's like, well, then you, you just took like the purity of this dream away because now you're bringing in politics and timing. And I think ugh, I don't want to say too much on that because I don't want to like get no. too negative. But I, I think the one thing that bothered me about that or that was kind of disappointing was that like there were so many women and, and men, too, that were like, 
you know, talking about feminism and the lack of representation for women that night. And then you have like the one woman who was represented, the, not by choice, like she just happened to, I didn't choose it. Yeah. But then people were upset because it wasn't the right woman. And I think there's an issue, there's a bit of hypocrisy there when, I, I don't know, I just think personally you, you shouldn't get to pick and choose your feminism. Like if you're a feminist, you're you should, feminist. Sub, you know, like I, just because I wasn't the right woman. I didn't deserve it, you know, but I, I work just as hard as everyone there. So, amen. And I didn't ask for the record. <laughs> I even asked to not be submitted. And I found out that I was submitted the same way everyone else did. Like when I saw a billboard of myself, I'm like, oh, well, that <laughs> went out the window. But first of yeah. all, the first of many Grammys and Thank you. knock on wood. And second, that gave me chills. And <laughs> when that all happened, you handled that, that whole thing with class and just professionalism and maturity beyond thank you really truly i mean thank you forever it's hard you're torn between like should i say something should i not but i just felt like i wanted to because i don't know i it's something i've always wanted and i didn't want it to get ruined by no don't let these strangers cheapen it yeah whatever why didn't you want to be submitted because i i just didn't want that to happen because I knew that was going to happen and I already submitted the year before so I was like you know what let me just not this year and like there were so many great artists that I felt deserved it and I was like I think you know I just didn't want to get involved but it happened anyway <laughs> like when that happens you can either get upset about it or be like this is what I've always wanted cool I'm here and if I weren't eligible then I wouldn't you wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be allowed yeah. to win, yeah. but I did. And no one's, nobody there is a new artist. It, it, I think no. there'd be a problem if you were brand new and then you won a Grammy. Like everybody has been working at this their whole lives. Nobody's new. We've all been doing it forever. Um, yeah, Agreed. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, collaborations. You're doing a song with Kyle right now. Yeah. When you listen for collaborations or somebody sends you a record, what do you listen for? Um, well, first, I mean, I listen for obviously lyrics. That's the first thing. Like, is this me? Can I say something on this where it sounds like me? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And like, honestly, like sonically too, I'm not going to jump on anything that just sounds like nothing like me just because, um, but thankfully all the collaborations or most of them anyway, well, yeah, all of them have been like, they're great. <laughs> like not no, like songs that I really yeah. like. Like songs I genuinely like. I would never get on anything I didn't like. Trust me. Like I yeah. But um I've listened to Kyle like since high school. Like his first like earlier records like helped get me through high school and stuff and like it's so cool that he wanted me on his song i, I love that song and it's kind of perfect with growing pains too because it's like you know we're still babies we're still young we have so much time to learn and i thought it, it was just perfect so. it's a beautiful song thanks well it's not mine but well, thanks I wrote, <laughs> my part is mine but did you it. write your part yeah yeah did you write your part on 1-800 yes i did cool so yeah Bobby sends you this record. Who sends it to you? How does how does one eight hundred hit your inbox? Uh, he called me actually on the phone, which is like that never happens. I, I was, you know, like when you, it's like, have you ever? Okay, I'm gonna get sidetracked, but like, there's this comedian Sebastian Maniscalco who talks about like when your doorbell used to ring, and now when it rings now, you're like, <laughs> you're weirded out. It was kind of how I felt. Like my phone rang, and it was logic. I'm like, what do I do? Like I've never, I don't talk on the phone. Talk to the phone. I know this is so weird. No, I'm just kidding. I, I talk on the phone, but anyway, it was weird. So I picked it up, and he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like I'm gonna send you a song that I really want you to be on, and he explained his whole album concept and the concept of the song, and again, it just hit close to home. Um, I have a lot of people in my life that are dealing with with that have dealt with depression and things like that and I mean 
me too like as we just talked about like moments of just feeling like nothing's worth it and that you're not good enough and um i just felt like it would help a lot of people um especially because there's like a lack of that in the mainstream world so and it did yeah it did which is really nice it was (laughs) i'm glad that it did yeah that was that's a cool song i'm glad to to have been a part of that is there a record of yours that you truly feel will be around forever um man i think I don't I don't know I don't want to say that because I don't want to sound like a weirdo but I think <laughs> I mean I think Scars to Your Beautiful has definitely been um my most impactful song that I hope can only hope will will stay stick around forever because I've seen I've seen what it's done um for a lot of people and it it's been like beyond anything that I would have ever imagined cuz it started off as like just almost talking to myself um and then hoping that people would hear it and then it, it kind of took like legs and wings of its own. So when you hear stories of the impact of one of your songs, how does that make you feel? Because like you said, I, like while you're talking about that, I'm just picturing those types of stories that could relate to scars to your beautiful. Yeah. That's a lot of emotion to carry. Mm-hmm. It's also a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, that's the whole responsibility thing is like, it's, it's beautiful though. Like I don't ever want to discredit that cause it's, amazing it makes me so emotional every time like because it's one thing to you know see numbers and kind of get an idea of how many people are listening but then to have them come up to you individually tell you like their personal stories and how it's affected them that's like my goodness it's beautiful it's it's bigger than anything and most more beautiful than anything I could have ever imagined um yeah but at of course there's that responsibility of like I don't want to ever let these people down, you know, and like, I don't ever want to, um, I don't know, to, to, I don't know. I just want to keep doing that. I want to, even if it's like in a different way or even if it's not always positive, I still want to have that effect. And sometimes when, when you feel like you're down or maybe you're not living up to that, that's where you, you kind of feel like, oh, am I being ungrateful or am I going to let them down? But you can't yeah. be like that all the time. You gotta, you gotta escape from that, so then you can so keep supplying art that way. Exactly. And again, like, just because you feel down doesn't mean you're wrong for it. Like, no. m- most more than likely, like people feel like that too. And it's important to get out every side of yourself. You know. Is that a band aid tattoo on your arm? Yes. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I keep getting afraid that it's too big, and I'm like, no, it's not that big. And then everyone notices it. I'm like, it's huge. <laughs> everyone I, sees it. <laughs> I have a light bulb in the same spot, and it's huge. So don't oh, that's cool. It. No, yeah. but I like that. I mean, band aids aren't oh. attractive looking, though. That's why I was worried. Yeah, but that means something. Yeah. It does. Yeah. The story behind mine is it's nothing. What is literally it? nothing. Just a light bulb? No. Well, yeah, because you know, on like Friday the Thirteenth, they do like free tattoos. Yeah. That's why I got it. Because it was so, free. But that could mean like so many things, like ideas, inspiration. Yes. That's what I tell people. There you go. That's what I tell people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to sound conceited and be like, I got my song tattooed on my arm. But it's just like, because it's the first thing I've ever done on my own. And it's been so amazing to get it out. And like, I don't know, it's been a really like healing process for me. Again, I sound like a hippie. But also, yeah. it's just like a symbol of healing too and patching yourself up and stuff. Is that the only tattoo you have? No, I have this one too. Oh, there we go. A sailboat, which means like, you know, smooth sailing and it's a whole, there's a whole thing behind it. I'm going to talk too much, but yeah, it just means like smooth sailing kind of thing. Both are beautiful. What came first, the tattoo or the logo rebrand? Um, the, well, the logo rebrand had been in my head forever, like for like a year. Um, the tattoo just happened to come first. Like I put it on my body before I released the thing to the world, Mm -hmm. but like that idea has been in my head for a million years. 
Okay. Yeah. What does being an adult mean to you? Um, being that's a hard question. Right? <laughs> being an adult, that's so hard. Um, would you consider yourself an adult? I guess. Yeah, I think I'm an adult. I definitely think I'm an adult, but I also, I feel like no one's like done growing. Like this is a, I, I think it's a pretty common, it's common knowledge. We like we are always growing. We don't ever know everything. We don't ever, you know. I don't know. I wish that was common knowledge. It's not. <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. It's true. Every year you grow, you're like, okay, now I've felt everything and I've gone through everything. There's and nothing next left. Year, yeah, there's nothing left. There's always something left. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, being an adult is just like maybe like being familiar with yourself and comfortable with that's, feeling things, maybe. That's That's a great way to define it. Because yeah. once you're comfortable with yourself, a lot of other things then can fall in place. Exactly. Yeah, I think it, it, always, it always starts with you in some way. But I don't know. What do what, I know? What does all the yellow <laughs> represent? Why yellow? Um, yellow for me was, I think, I wanted to contrast, like, the pain of things with, with happiness. And yellow is, is a color of youth um, and, and, like, purity and light. And so I wanted to kind of have it symbolize like all these beautiful things around you but like still kind of internally feeling a little bit rough and like upset sometimes but um like within a circumstance that seems youthful and light I don't know how to explain it I feel like I'm saying no, I get what you're saying. but yeah it just I just wanted to contrast the light versus the dark and how growing up is very much both of those things like you can feel young and happy and great but then you can also feel a little bit down and a little bit you know Amen. Yeah. So this whole, I guess, new era of Alessia Carr is all you, like from the color to the band-aid to the songs, mm-hmm. it's all you. Yeah, 100%. What is it like going into yeah. a producer and like guiding them? Um, I Thankfully, I've worked with, uh, I, through this album, I've worked with producers who like get me or got what I was trying to do. So I didn't have to, I didn't have to like steer them too much, like away from what they were naturally going to. I think they kind of got it. Um, but it's, it's been cool to kind of take the reins a bit and just be like, no, this is what I want. And I've gone in to reproduce songs, um, you know, with those same people being like, hey, this isn't right. Let's do it again. Let's try it again. And before I think I would have been afraid to do that. But now it's like, no, the, if I'm going to do this my way, we might as well do it all the way, 100%, like, right, you know. Um, and in a way, it very much feels like my first album. I know maybe that is not a good thing to say, but <laughs> it feels like it is. No, it's, it's you are raising this child on its own, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the yeah. other one you raised with people, you know. It was co-parenting with others. It was co-parenting, and also, like, I didn't know that it was going to be my album. Like, I just went in wrote a bunch of songs with this guy and it was cool but I didn't know it was gonna be my album and I didn't know it was gonna blow up the way it did well not blow up I'm not like whatever but it, I didn't know that it was going to take me where it, where it did I think it's a pretty big deal it's well, a pretty maybe. big album I don't know I don't know but anyway like this feels like I don't know I knew I knew what I was making the second I started because it was like I need to say these things and this is what it has to be in order for me to be able to function or hold hold me off for the next like two years or however long. Any collaborations? Um, no. <laughs> it's all me. You're gonna get so sick of me by the end. But oh, maybe maybe that. some remixes. You love you actually do. I love when albums have no features. 
Really? I really do. I just love when albums like just that person. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's just me. Cause again, it, like it, this was so me and so personal that I it just had to be all me. But you never know. Maybe on like a remix or something, if anyone likes me enough to do it. <laughs> no one's called. I don't know. Elton, <laughs> I guess Elton I have John to call, call you. Elton John. Um. Oh. Oh. I was like. Do I have a song with Elton? No, it took me a second. Sorry. You could if you want to. Yeah, right? maybe. No, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Well, his his people did. He didn't call me personally, but um, yeah, they asked me to to do the the special and then do the album, which was so cool. So I got to pick the song that I wanted to do. So beautiful record. That was awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say thanks as if it's mine. <laughs> Thank you so much. I wrote it myself. Um, yeah. Take that credit was cool. for Elton John's song. Well, what yeah. else can you tell us about the album? Like, is there a, a date, title, how many songs? Songs. Um, I can, there's a there's a title. Can I say the title yes. of the album? Yes. <laughs> it's actually yes. Yes, you can. You yes, can you can it. for sure. Yeah. Well, this is okay. It's called the pains of growing. Surprise, surprise. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One because growing pains was taken. Shame on you. Not shame on you. Curse you. I should say Mary J. Blige. She has uh, an album called Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I think. I wanted it to sound more of like a like a storybook or like a like a story a title and I felt like the pains of growing was more titly. It felt like it mm-hmm. was like a a whole I can see it in like a book form. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, surprise surprise. It's so shocking that it's called that. We just talked about pains of growing for like an hour, but yeah. <laughs> Are the songs connected? Uh kind of. I try I'm I'm not like the the track list isn't finalized yet. I keep moving them around, but I want them to sort of flow um, conceptually and sonically too. It's hard because something will flow conceptually, but then sonically they like clash side yeah. by side. So it's hard to like map it out. What's the hardest part of making an album on your own? Oh my goodness. Um, I think like picking which songs go on the album, the- especially when something is this personal. It's like, I just don't want to let go of anything. And like this album would have been like 30 songs long if I, <laughs> it's Yeah. That's probably the hardest part. Is that what you had? You had 30 songs? How many songs did you have finished? Maybe not 30. I think hmm, because I went in like with most of it kind of already written, it was easier. I, I maybe had like 20-ish. And, so and now, and now I, I, I think it'll be 12. Okay. I don't, I, I'm not, not written in, or set in stone. Is that the phrase? Set, in, set stone. in stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> written in stone. Oh my God, you sound such an old lady. I know. I'm going to be 22. I'm already talking like a, like an old lady. <laughs> already saying set in stone. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I think it's going to be 12. Maybe with the deluxe a bit more, but who knows uh, if the there'll deluxe. even be a deluxe. And two extra songs, maybe at Target. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I know. That's what people are doing now, right? Like maybe the, somewhere. The Target deluxe. <laughs> Yeah. It is a whole different world of music. Like, are you consuming other people's art regularly, or like? Oh yeah, you listen? all the time. Yeah, I'm. I'm a music consumer first. You, I think I'm always listening to everything. I'm watching interviews. I watch <laughs> you guys all the time. Right? <laughs> yeah, I really how we do. do. How we doing? Well, very oh, well. Good, yes, good. yes, yes, yes. Cool. I didn't like where you. No, I'm just critiquing. No, no, no. It's great. I really love your interviews because I think they're so in depth and like. Oh. I'm obsessed with like hearing about the backstory of things because I'm just so invested as a fan so it's nice to hear how something was created and I feel like not a lot of people ask that yeah thank you of you guys I just get excited learning from people like you know like what I've learned from you in this last conversation I'm going to take with me Every interview and every day moving forward. Really, you've learned. Yes, Thanks. yes, <laughs> that's good. But like, Thank but you. but that's the goal for me in every interview is to learn new things that I can really take with me. Yeah. So you are a music fan. Are, what do you I think am. of people releasing sporadic singles? 
and people releasing EPs or more than one album in a year? Huh. Mixed feelings, not gonna lie. I think like the it's hard because I, I like I love albums and so when people like give a lot away before the album, I'm like, no, I wanted to sit and like listen to it all, but I absolutely understand why, because people consume music so differently now and like I'm such a music lover anyway, so it's like just give me just everything me. as soon as you can. Um, so it's like it's like mixed feelings. So I do love like the surprise of an album, but then I also just love listening to everything as much as possible. So I get both. Um, I'm, I'll probably do a couple um, before before the album too, just because I want people to get like a, a feeler for what yeah for what's coming. But I don't know about two albums in a year. I don't know if I could do it. Maybe, but, maybe. But they end up just like splitting it up, you know? Like yeah, it's like. Yeah. The rumor is that the weekend's going to do three albums this year. Three out, al- but he just this was the first one was he just did my dear melancholy. Yeah. I think that was seven songs, and then the rumor is that there's going to be two more. And then I know really? Kanye West is doing two. There was a rumor that Rihanna's doing two. Oh yeah, she's doing. Yeah, I think she's doing reggae. I read on because I'm a creep. <laughs> I read on Vogue and then she's doing. I think reggae and like pop or something. That's, just, that's the point. The point is for you to know these things. You know, is creep. it? You're is it the point? <laughs> I don't have to know. I just like for sheer like joy. Yeah, but they're also releasing seven songs at a time. So like you that's said, you have true. twenty, so you could break you yours up. It, exactly. Seven, seven, seven. That's exactly. I think like a lot of people nowadays would think twelve is too many. Yeah. But I don't care. I just wanted to do it. <laughs> I don't know. That seems about right. I, and yeah, I also think not too, much, too bad. This could be something you consume at once, and it's like it's top. It's a top to bottom like representation of where you're at right now in life. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I, like I'll I'll probably put out maybe like one or two before the album, just not even as like singles, just for the people to have. Do you know when the album's going to drop? Um, I'm hoping for the fall in September. I don't have a date yet, but hopefully September. If it doesn't come out in September, then something has gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know. We don't know what yet. Hopefully nothing too crazy. All of the files are just magically missing. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Don't even put that out sorry, there, bro. Sorry, 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 All of the files. Oh no, oh, no the files. <laughs> Not the files. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. That's one thing about digital is like, files get corrupted then producers don't send the stuff it's like i need everything's crazy i don't know how they do it i can't i just no it's too much do you record in one studio do you have your own like do you have a place where you go or do you record on the go um well i have like a little setup in my basement where i do all the rough stuff in canada in canada yeah back cool. home in ontario uh but <laughs> I, I worked with like four or five different producers on this album so i just go to their places um, like I said, because most like I go in with songs already written, so it's not like I need a certain environment to like write. because yeah, I write in my own environment all the time. What is your uh, your environment changes? A little bit. It's usually in my house or like in a house, like a bathroom. I, this is really weird. Like <laughs> in a bathtub, like but clothed cold? with no water, like oh, not in, like, <laughs> like not naked with water in it, like just with bubbles yeah. and a chardonnay. And yeah, right. <laughs> just like no, no, no. Like I just like sit. I like being like cooped up in little places. There's there's a song uh, on the album that I wrote like in my downstairs bathroom, which is probably like the size of where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> and I just got in. I couldn't even fit my guitar in there, but I just something told me for some reason I needed to write it in there, and I stuck with it. And I like spent three hours in there just writing it are you recording the room are you writing the, the lyrics um i'm writing lyrics and i'm recording on my phone like as a voice note and then i usually go to my basement or wherever my laptop is and like 
knock out like a demo and then I'll bring it to the producer however many weeks or months later. <laughs> Starts in small area or bathtub. <laughs> yeah, it's bathtub, <laughs> closet, uh, bathroom, always in a corner of some sort. Like, that I don't know sense. why. It like, makes sense to me over. to be like in a tight room. To me. I don't know. That just makes sense to me. It's just comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It feels secure in it there. It feels surrounded. Exactly. I don't know. And there's no distractions. If it's blank, like if you go into a place with just white walls, there's nothing to be distracted by, you know. Except for your own brain. Except for your own brain, which is a lot. <laughs> it's endless. It's endless. It's a black hole in there. Uh, Alessia Carr, we've talked about a lot. I obviously can talk about uh, for even longer. Your parents are good? Yeah, they're good. They're back home. <laughs> Thanks. How's, hey, how's the family, doing? the kids? <laughs> they're good. Yeah, they're back home. Uh, just, what what are they doing? Well, my family from Italy came down. So. Dope. Yeah. Because your mom is like, she immigrated here from Italy or she Canada. She did. Yeah, yeah. She immigrated yeah, to Canada from Italy. Um, she got married to my dad like when she was 18 years old. Probably not a good idea nowadays. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she left her whole family behind. Um, and they haven't been to Canada in 18 years. So, Whoa. And we surprised her. It was so cool. Yeah, she was. She did not expect it. But, uh, yeah. How does this surprise go down? Do you bring the whole family to the house? Do you bring her to the airport? Like- no, no. Um, so I told, like, I was, like, planning it the whole week, like, telling her that I had this package coming. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, I have this package coming. And she was like, okay, I don't care. Why are you telling me this? Because I wanted when the day arrived for me to be like mom like that's my package can you answer the door um i'm being really yeah you gotta plan ahead you really have a backstory yeah yeah like i went a little (laughs) too far with it um so then of course the day came she was like do you want to watch a movie i was like okay but i have to go to the bathroom first because then my dad texted me and he was like we'll be there in two minutes like make sure that she's the only one who can answer the door so i like ran to the bathroom and, I, and then they rang the doorbell, and I was like, Mom, can you get that? I think that's my package. <laughs> Nailed it. So yeah. convincing. Yeah, I know. She thought it was the package, though. Sorry, I just hit this. Um, and then they showed up to our door. That's oh. yes. awesome. That's fun. I know. I was so sure she was going to find out, but she didn't. That, that like, that's really special. Yeah, it was cool. I was glad that, like, yeah, that we got to do that but for her. You have the power to do it, man. Yeah. That's now I do. It's cool. Very it's cool. What else, like, what else have you spent your money on? Anything cool? Um, I bought a car, which was nice. cool. What'd you buy? I bought a Jeep. Nice. Ooh, like I Wrangler? Love, what yeah, kind of Jeep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are my favorite. Oh, so, so bad. sensible. Those, yeah, no, I are love they them. The, I don't know. Yeah, are, they like, guzzle like, gas, bro. They, that's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't even really drive it. My brother drives it more than I do. Like, he always, when I'm home, I'm like, I finally get to drive it, and then he'll take it to school. <laughs> he's probably so like, cool. What's the point? Yeah, I know. He thinks he's like, what the heck? Like, it takes it to practice, to school, whatever. But yeah, that's the only thing, really. Um, yeah. Cool. I don't really buy a lot, like shoes, I guess, stuff like that. And you just live at home that's with your parents shoes. still? Yeah, right. I do. Well, because cool. I, I, I want to get a place, but at the same time, like, I want to make sure I can stay in it before I yeah. do that. And mm-hmm. since I'm always traveling, there's no point in, in like, that's the thing. Settling yeah. into a place, right? Because before you know it, you're going to be in promo cycle, touring cycle. Yeah, exactly. You're, Two years you'll go never by. Be home. Yeah, they go by so fast. That's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, like, it is. It, it freaks me out. It, it is scary. I have, like, <laughs> every once in a while, I make myself laugh about it because it's so dramatic. But I'll have these, like, moments of, like, actual anxiety where I will start crying because I realize, like, that... There is no stopping life, and we will all get old one day to where we are bed, bedridden. Hopefully, if we get to that place where we get to be old, Knock I hope. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> but, like, I just have these, like, these moments of anxiety. Like, oh, my goodness. 
I'm going to get there and I'm going to die and there's nothing like none of us asked to be alive we were we just exist we just were babies and then we were born and like we live life and none of us asked to be here we just are thrown into life and we have to figure it out and that gives me anxiety I, I <laughs> well yeah that would give anyone anxiety I'm getting anxious over yeah, here yeah like I didn't ask like I don't know what to do and and then you just and then you just die and it's so scary the it's, death thing is, the death heavy. thing freaks me out though yeah you have no idea and everybody that has died knows and they can't even tell us no we have no I mean unless you're like Tyler Henry I, <laughs> yeah there you go yeah. he knows he, he, knows he knows all the, the secrets, secrets. <laughs> yes but he doesn't we ask him he doesn't know his hair is so big he knows all the secrets oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah. sorry mean girls Girls. Yeah. Good, good job. Yeah, that was bad. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was good. I watched you play Fortnite the other day. You did? You saw that video? Yeah. Oh, no. You're way better than I am. Really? Yeah, I tried playing this weekend. I suck. No, I suck, too. That that, that kill is a kill, right? When you, yeah. like, shoot someone, I guess. Um, Yeah, that was a fluke. I think that other player, like, went to go get food and stopped <laughs> in the middle. Because there's no way. Like, it's that game just makes me feel weird. I don't know. My brother is obsessed with it. Like... <laughs> I'm sure, like every one of his peers and everyone in life, but I just don't. It's pretty talk crazy. For me. The yeah. fad of Fortnite is. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's fun. I guess it could be fun if you get the hang of it. But if you're someone who doesn't know anything about it, and then if you come on too late, everybody else is so good. Yeah, so you like have no chance. Their lingo and like yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't. I don't really like. Fortnite's not a place for us. It's not. No, it's we'll, really not. We'll get on the next video game trend. Exactly. Which I don't know what it'll uh, be. Hey. When I find out, like when people, when the streets talk, I'll let you know. <laughs> yes. And the streets The streets talk. have ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all do. Yeah. Alessia Cara, everybody. Right. Please. A- any other thoughts? Well, I wanted to say, I just love how you stick to your style because I saw somebody on Twitter tweet to you like back in March saying like, if you want to go anywhere in life, you have to change your... Your style? Do you remember that tweet? Oh yeah, Shannon. I remember her name. <laughs> she, you know what's funny is she Shannon. made she made a Twitter account just to say that to me. That was her only tweet. Wait, that's like, terrible. Like you literally made a Twitter account Who to tell that? me that you don't like my shirt. Like yeah, that's, that's sad. You, you, <laughs> you need know? to readjust your priorities yeah, in time. But it's like, oh my. When are we gonna stop talking about that? Like, I'm still. I'm not gonna stop dressing the way I dress. I'm still around. Like, I don't know. I just don't think, like, people place so much importance on all the wrong things. And it's like, I'm in the music industry. I'm not I'm not in the fashion industry. But also, like, individuality is individuality. Exactly. And it's not like I'm out here, like, purposely dressing badly because, I, like, I want to be different. Like, this is, it's just the way I dress. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just yeah. the way that, I don't know. I, I just never thought that it was going to be that big of a deal when I got into like I never thought that that was going to be an issue and you're so blindsided when mm-hmm. you come out and, and like as an artist and you think like people are going to care about your music and then you have these like other women which is so sad because it's usually other women that are like you're wrong for doing this and you're not going to go anywhere because you have jeans on it's like, <laughs> why <laughs> that's the thing I people know. care about the stupidest things and they always will and you just gotta like let it roll off your back. Exactly. It's stupid. Whatever. Well, yeah. You're cool. I think you're cool. Thank and really, you. that's all that matters if I think you're cool. Exactly. So That's all I was waiting for. <laughs> that's why I'm here today. <laughs> to get the stamp of approval. Wow. You want yeah. a Grammy? Whatever. Other things are <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't care. This is the validation you need. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the Pains of Growing. That is the album title. Hopefully, it's going to be out in September. If not, we'll be checking in on you because that means something's gone wrong. Exactly. Um, <laughs> the files. The files are wrong. <laughs> the files! Yeah. <laughs> Growing Pains is the single and uh it's by the time this airs it will be out right now so go and put it in your ears mm-hmm. yeah a- and uh i gotta say thank you I- I- thank you for your music 
Thank you. I genuinely, in the pit of my being, with every fiber of what I got, I do believe that you are one of the greatest writers of our generation. Stop. And, <laughs> Come well, on. We'll stop. see. Nope. The yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll the see. Not I don't want to jinx anything, but based <laughs> on your you. other work and based on the single and what I know you're capable of, and like you, seriously, your your lyrics are Thank so you. meaningful, and they. They just are very reflective, and I think not a lot of people are talking to your peers the way you do. And you Thank tell you. you tell a whole group of mm-hmm. people's story, and you're helping people through a lot. So and I and it expands past you so just much. your age because I'm 30. How old am I? 32, <laughs> and I you know relate to all your lyrics too. So thank you so I much. I think it expands. That's what I hope. Yeah. I hope. I mean, that's all you can hope for is that somebody out there is listening and can take something from it. You know. No. Thank you. You go through a lot and know that on the other end, if you, I know you know you get the validation from people come up, coming up to you, but it's all worth it because your music really, it's beautiful. Thank I don't know. you. Shaping culture for the better. So I thank you for that. Thank you so much. Unless you are, everybody. Thank you so much. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.